Blog Talk Radio. Back on live, y'all know the vibes, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, Three and Watts. Watch what's good, my G. Yo, what it is? What's good, my G? Shit, I can't call him, my guy. Let's talk about it, man. Well, Watson, we got a date here for the verses for November 19th. Young Jeezy versus T.I. Obviously, uh, T.I. was out here calling out a lot of New York rappers. For some reason, he was in his feelings. For some reason, he felt like this was the 1995 Source Awards, like he was really outside out here when Three Stacks and Big Boy was saying the South had something to say. Um, now, fast forward to Fat uh, Buster Rhymes going on Fat Joe's show, uh, talking about, you know, basically Fat Joe asking the question, would he battle um, T.I.? And you and I t- spoke about this off air, also how the other New York rappers, I wonder how they felt about T.I.'s comments and we also felt that 50 Cent, as much as you and I rock with 50, um, we were not happy the fact that he was acting like he couldn't stand toe-to-toe. And let's call it what it is, Watts. For whatever reason, he felt like he didn't want to go mano-mano and song for song with T.I. on the verses. And then Jeezy's name gets called out because everybody kept asking. You and I spoke about this also. Um, T.I., why won't you battle Jeezy? Why won't you battle Ludacris? Gucci, man. You, Gucci, and, and, and T.I., and Jeezy, all these trap guys, trap guards of the South. So now we got November 19th, watch Young Jeezy and T.I. in the verses, my guy. Talk to me. This is a battle that um, it's put up a shut up. Uh, based on what I've seen them say on IG, they clearly feel they're better than the other. Jeezy called him out, said, you know, he thinks he's better. T.I. responded, I'm going to melt the snowman. Uh, I think this is the battle everybody wants. I think finally we're getting a battle that um, New York got a battle when we had Fabulous go against Kiss. They was running around in the same era. And now the South is going to get two artists who were in their prime run at the same exact time. So we're going to find out how their music selection goes. So because I know more about Young Jeezy and T.I. than I do. Um, Is it it a way that this battle can go the way Fab and Jadakiss went, or is it different? It definitely can go that route because I think the general consensus, for whatever reason, when I see the the Southern Brothers talk on social media especially, um, they really let me know that they feel T.I. has more hits than Jeezy, right? That seems to be the conversation. Um, and it's funny you brought up Fabulous's name with Jadakiss because, you know, for some reason, even with Ludacris and Nelly, like, people always have this thing that because you have more hits, you're going to beat your opponent. Jadakiss, in my opinion, killed all that kind of conversation, Watts, in the sense of, okay, you have a lot of hits, and what, I'm still going to keep it street. And I feel if Jeezy takes the blueprint that um, Kiss did against Fab, I, I have Jeezy. But now, now, I can also say this. I like Jeezy's music more than T.I., so maybe I shouldn't be 
the right person is qualified to say that because I've always rocked with Jeezy over T.I. On our last channel, you and I had conversations, um, appreciations for T.I. and Jeezy and all that. And I just rock with Jeezy more. But when it comes to hits that the girls are going to like and everything, I think this is another thing where selections come into place. Watch you and I have done a lot of this versus recaps where the sequencing, and we and I always have this conversation again, sequencing of songs, right? So I don't think for people to say that Jeezy doesn't have 20 songs in the tuck that can match T.I. is kind of bugged out to me. And when niggas use the wash word, I think that's very disrespectful to use the word wash with a dude like Jeezy. So I don't know. I got Jeezy, though. Trapper died. Can't find the snowman recession. Like, I just like his albums better. I think I know the Southern Brothers always say I'm serious and urban legend and I'm king. Those projects, they, they hold dear to their heart. But I still think Jeezy has stuck motivation as a so, better so, album. So, 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 how can you, so, so if people are telling you, if your Southern Brothers are telling you that those T.I. albums are dear to their heart, then how, mm-hmm. how, how, do you, how do you figure it's going to play in the room when they're hearing all of that stuff? Like they're going to hear, they're going to hear their version of what they think are classic tip music. So, how they're going to be the ones in the, in the rooms judging it? Because I think what Ti's going to do is if he goes into them songs with Kerry Hilson and all these other people's pop stars he's done music with throughout the years, right? If Jeezy goes into the mixtape bag like Kiss did and plays those those trap or die mixtape joints. Like, I don't think T.I. can overpower them shits, man, because he's going to take the... Right? And that's another thing. How do we, we grade these battles, Watts, in the sense of you and I watching these joints, but we don't really know other people are thinking about... Like when Fab and, and Fab and Jay was going on, we know every song that they were playing. Every song Jada Kiss, all 20 songs Kiss played, you and I know these joints verbatim. We played them, we know them, we, we dissected them, we know the bars in and out, right? But how, I'm wondering how other people are looking at it, and it's, you know, how they're looking at it. How do, how do we create this when you think about it? Well, that, that is why I said I would have to defer to you on this because you know Jeezy's you, – you have a, a better extensive knowledge on Jeezy's catalog. You named his mixtape, Ron. Um, so, but what if T.I. does what Kiss did? Remember, we thought Kiss was going to play the Mariah Carey song. That was one of his right. favorite songs that he never played. Mm-hmm. So what if T.I. think, y'all think I'm going to go in Kerry bag, go on Carrie Hilson bag, y'all think I'm going to go on this bag, but I That's got true. all this shit. Good point. And I'm gonna put out. Good point. And and the thing is, Good point. the Southern brothers are gonna know these songs. The way me and you right. are experts on Kiss and Fab catalog. Right. The Southern right. brothers are gonna be experts on the Tip Jeezy catalog. That's why mm. I'm not gonna know how to judge this battle. I'm gonna be honest because they're gonna be playing songs that probably never connected with me. But in the room, people are gonna be like, "Oh man!" Like for example, remember when Jada Kiss his clue freestyle, and Peter right. Bosenberg was like, "I never heard that before. I didn't know what, what that was about." But see, but me and you was like, "If you oh, go to the mixtape bag, body bag, right now." But if he goes to the mixtape bag, I think have those kind of songs. I think G, I think Jeezy definitely. I think I know Jeezy has a lot of. And I hate to, I'm not, I don't mean to go into the New York City bag, but I have to go ahead, y'all. I'm sorry. New York City rocked with um, Jeezy Hard Body. Let me remind you people, the Soul Survivor video was in New York City, right? Let's be clear on that. So the ties that Jeezy has, I'm not saying New York don't rock with T.I. also. 
But New York Fabulous, you and I both know Fab was very, he was one of the first New York rappers that co-signed Jeezy way before Jay-Z did. Let's be clear on that. But Jeezy, like, Hov loves Jeezy. I know also Hov got a relationship with T.I. also, and T.I. was known as the um, king of um, the Jay-Z of the South. I used to have those conversations also. But, you know, to me, T.I. seems very confident, as he should be. He's talking much more greasier, in my my opinion. You know, but listen, I'm glad that this battle is happening. I'm glad that – are you shocked that that Jeezy was like, yo, I'm down to do it? Because he was the one that said – because remember now, T.I. was the one who said, yo, um, everybody asking T.I. what's up with Jeezy. He's like, well, if Young says that he want to do it, they'll be getting cracking. And then Young said, yo, let's get it cracking. Are you shocked that Jeezy was like, yo, fam, let's get it? Yes, yes, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I didn't I didn't know he would do it because you know, for let me let me give you from a New York perspective. Um right. everybody says a good battle for Buster Rhymes would be Redman, right? But I would be shocked right. if Redman was like, Yeah, I'm on the battle buster 'cause I think I thought they were just so cool that it would really, really be a celebration. But based on him and the way T I and Jeezy are talking, they clearly want to prove I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they want to prove I, I, I'm i the one who was the real trap guy. So, you know what I'm saying? I, now, I would love to hear what something, man has to say about this battle. There was something you said that you said a second ago that I found very interesting, and I didn't think about this, and I didn't see a lot of people speak about this, and you brought it, you brought it up. Um, and I'm glad you did. You said something to the effect that what if, and I paraphrase what you said right now, you were saying basically that what if T.I. goes into the Jada Kiss bag and stray away, I guess, from the girl songs and keep it, like, trap music-wise? Now, do you yes, think yes. T.I. is conscious enough to know that, okay, maybe I got to have a balance, though, but I still got to make sure I, I deliver those street joints? Okay, so here's what I, this is what I don't know. So if you All watch right. the Nelly versus Ludacris battle, Nelly yes. strictly went into all his pop hits and was like, I'm washing. And, and, in, right. and in his heart, he felt, I'm washing Ludacris. But everybody who watched it, you could clearly hear Ludacris was lyrically body-bagging Nelly, song after song. While we knew Nelly was playing the more popular song that everybody knew, but then you just hear mm-hmm. Ludacris's verses, and you're just like, man, Ludacris is just talking him. That's, I'm, so I'm thinking, is T.I. like, I'm going to go to Nelly route and just go with my prime run of pop? Commercial radio mainstream hits, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna just be clear. I'm not like I have Urban Legend, I have the King mm-hmm. album, but I'm not mm-hmm. deeply knowledgeable right, right, on right, right, Jesus right. and Chi man. So it's right. like I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Like, how are they gonna um, how are they gonna play well, this? Like to do to do to like whatever this trap word means. What's the difference between like the trap song? And then the You Don't Know Me song. Like, You Don't Know Me was a right, popular right. song. It got radio mm-hmm. play, but I thought it was a whole song. Yeah, I guess that's what I, well, I guess the Southern Brothers, that was, I would love to know what they consider. Like, anything that's dealing with trap tech talk, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause let's be real, T.I. did have an album called Trap Trap Music, right? Like, that was the name of his project. That's what he had. So, you know, I, we can sit up here and criticize T.I. T.I. has... T.I.'s catalog is fire, though. It's long, though, bro. It's real. I'm not going to lie to you. T.I. got a mean catalog. A mean 
catalog. And I think sometimes when you have a catalog with T.I., what 20 songs do you go with? Right? Like, me, I already know I like Jeezy's music more than T.I., so I already know people want to be like, maybe I'm not the wrong person to create this when it comes out because I'm, I'm going to say, okay, if y'all like this T.I. song, it's all about preference also in these battles because I like Jeezy more than T.I. as an artist. Has Jeezy dropped good music the last three to four years? No. And then the features also, I love Jeezy's features. He got whole features. He got fab features. He got kiss features. He got a lot of, not saying T.I. doesn't either. T.I. does, though, but, you know. So it'd be interesting so to see what it's about. So you're saying T.I. is not going to go to the Pimp Squad click, Young Joe collaboration. So you think it's not going to go in that bag? Yeah, he's probably going to go in that bag. He's going to go in the popular songs. He is. But T.I. has a lot of joints, though, man. He has a lot of joints. I just think if 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 Jeezy can mix in Trapper Die 1, mixtape, right? If he can mix in Doug Motivation, if he can mix in Recession, if he can mix in Kanban the Snowman, if he go, he can mix those, like that batch right there is what he has to play with. And then the features, he's done other people's albums. And that's it. Don't go into Trapper Die 2. Don't do none of that shit. Stick with that formula right there, Jeezy. You know, anything after 2010, eh. But, you know, the Pliers song. The song he has with Pliers. Like, he has a lot of joints, man. You know what I mean? So I'm very interested in this battle because I wasn't really crazy about Ludacris. And, and I mean, for my Southern brothers, I really wasn't interested in Snelly and Ludacris like that. Um, T-Pain and, and Little John, not too much. Who else was? I'm missing somebody else. Um... To uh, Rick Ross and Two Chains also, I didn't believe Rick Ross and Two Chains. I didn't like that matchup at all, at all. So now, let's go to Buster Rhymes, Watts. What do we do with Buster now? People saying, I have a lot of people hitting me on Twitter saying Buster and Meth. Okay, before we before we even go there, let's talk about okay. the back and forth between Buster and Ti, and I okay. want to talk about the absurdity, the absolute absurdity of Ti trying to treat Buster like Buster was some old-school Melly Mel Grandmaster Cass rapper, that because right. Buster Rhymes has a 30-year catalog, that he's mm-hmm. disqualified. Now, the reason right. why I'm, I, that really bothered me is because Buster thrived in T.I.'s prime. Like, T.I.'s prime run, which was the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Would you say it was between 2000 and 2010? Yes. That was T.I.'s prime yes. run. He put out seven albums. T.I. put out seven albums between 2000 Jesus and Christ. 2010. Okay? He put out seven albums. Buster Rhymes, between that period, put out five albums. So that comes out to an album every two years. Buster Rhymes responded to T.I. and said, you know what? You talking all that stuff about me being generational and leaders of the new school. He said... I would battle you, T.I., only using my 2000s material. That's how confident he is that he said he would beat uh, T.I. But the thing I want to know is, why does T.I. act like Buster wasn't absolutely relevant in the 2000s during his prime run? All right, now, see, I don't don't mean to be T.I.'s lawyer for a second, but I guess I have to be T.I.'s lawyer. I think it's smart, Watson, and I'm going to say this. If I'm T.I., do I really battle a nigga like Buster Rhymes, though, son? Like, let's think about this. Like, it is a, and it is a generational gap, though, Watts. Like, let's think about this. T.I. is wasn't outside when, when when Outkast said the South had something to say. Buster Rhymes is working on the first album. We're not in here for, 
And it's crazy. We're speaking Buster Rhymes. Um, sidebar, me and Watson did do a Buster Rhymes appreciation. If y'all ain't going to check that out, please go check that out. Um, but it is a generational gap to watch. If I'm T.I., I don't take that Buster Rhymes bad. I don't. I'm being so let me I tell you why. I I just, I, I'm going to tell you why I'm just not going to accept that. If okay. you're a dominant figure in different decades, for example, does Jay-Z have a 2000s history or a 90s history? Both. Yes, both. Yes, both. Guess what? Buster Rhymes has both, too. Buster Rhymes has both, too. You can't use... See, yeah, see, but, but 96, think? though. But, uh, I feel it's you. Not, but it's, that gap it's, between, not, but not, it's not but reasonable not, doubt. It's not. Jay-Z put out four albums in the 90s. 96, 97, 98, 99. That, he's officially a 90s artist. On but, our 90s hip-hop list, you have Jay-Z in the top two. Uh, you have Jay-Z rated number two on the 90s list. So Jay-Z is a but 90s what? MC. Go ahead. But what? You got to look at 95, 94, 93, 92. Like, look at that. How many years Buster has on? Even though Jay-Z, you and I always let people know, like, Jay-Z was still outside. But, I mean, outside, outside. For us, for me and you, it's going to be 96, right? So, Buster has no, a big no, no, gap. No, no, we... no. no. So, mm. so, so, here's the thing. with Because this is a versus battle, right? Mm. If Nas got into a versus battle, Nas could do his verse on Live at the Barbecue. Nas could do a verse off a halftime. Nas could do a verse off a Back to the Grill again if he wanted to. All of that is before Illmatic came out. Jay has verses before 96. Like, he was actively rapping. It's just that he didn't put out his solo album until 96. But the point I'm making is, Buster in the 2000s was active, active. Like, it wasn't like he was not here. He was actively on 106 and Park, actively on BET. Everybody knew. This is what I would like the Southwesters to know. Fans of T.I., did you know who Buster Rhymes was? Or was he somebody who y'all looked at as, as Melly Mel and Grandmaster Cass when y'all saw him? Is that, is that kind no, of... But, no, 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 but no, hold on, watch. I think T.I. was being sarcastic. Let's be real. He's being had that dry sense of humor. I feel when he said that, right? When he, when he, when he went into the Melly Mel bag, right? He was trying to push... He was trying to push Buster off to LL, and, and um, who else he said? I mean, somebody else, LL, he said, he said, somebody else's name he said also. I don't know LL's name was mentioned. Well, Method Man, I think he said. And obviously, he was he was knowledgeable enough to where Buster came from. Like, he understood, he did recognize leaders of the new school. Even though, T.I., you're saying you're a fan still of leaders of the new school. Come on, my nigga, nobody's a, a fan of leaders of the new school in 2020, but whatever. That's a whole different story. Um, Neil, but the but, thing about this, when Ti's first album, when Ti's first album came out, I'm serious. Buster came out with the um, mm-hmm. the Genesis album. That was the album that had right. Pastor Cavalli on. It had Break Your Neck. You know when he's rapping real fast. Give it away. I think Buster's bullshit. No, I think Buster knows if he battles Ti, he just can't do 2,000 joints. He can't start from 2,000. People no, are gonna win Buster a scenario. They're gonna win it. them shits. But let me tell you why Buster Rhymes got mad because it's a cop out. Ti's premise, my man. There are artists who were great. Was Michael Jackson great in the seventies? Yes. And was he great in the eighties? He was always a different level in the eighties. Over there. You must know my point is you can be great in two different decades. You can be great. You know what I mean the the way Ti. And, and here's what, this is where it makes T.I. look ridiculous in my opinion. Okay, here's the thing. Why do you think Buster and Spliff Star right now have an IG video clowning 
T.I. right now. Like, they're making fun of him. And that's why Buster yeah, said, I, I, I like it, though. <laughs> I like it. I love the guys Buster said, you know what? I will start in the era you started in. I'll only use 2,000 But is he capping, though? Is he bullshitting saying that? Why? No, no, He's just no, saying that. No, saying that, no, that, 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 though. It's not capping. Here's why it's not capping. Because Buster knows you got to perform these songs. He's going to perform. He's not going to sit down in the chair and have a woman massaging him like that trash garbage, super <laughs> extra garbage battle between Rick Ross and, and, and Two Chains. What a pathetic battle that was. It's going to be ridiculous. Buster is going to do it the way Snoop and DMX did it. That, that, that's that's right. how he want to do it. So I'm like, okay, so let me just do my 2000 verses on some of my songs that everybody knows, but I'm going to rap them and perform them. He thinks he's a better rapper than T.I. He's making that very clear. And I think T.I. copped out. And let's be real, T.I., who are you to give Buster Ron L. Cool J's number? Yeah, that's, yeah. I gave him L. J's number. I think that pissed Buster. That's why Buster Ron's is counting him. Because T.I.'s making it like he's the, he's a boss over, over like, how sure. would, think about this. Think about this. Buster Rhymes and LL Cool J are on the Flavor in Your Ear remix. But T.I.'s the one that's going to do the introduction. Like he don't know this nigga. Like he don't know, like he don't know LL. Now, 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 all right, we're, we're, we're getting at T.I. from trying to make this matchup. Play the Don, he's trying to Don King this versus thing, right? But so let's go ahead on. If Buster and LL was a battle, would you, would you be okay with that? I would. I would be okay with it. More I, don't believe, one. I, I don't believe I don't believe LL will come outside for that. KRS, that would be a that would be a battle. Buster would duck that battle. See, I don't know if Buster would. KRS would be dope too. Everybody says it should be Redman because it's both, both of them is in the nineties and they both that's when yes. they had their most extensive yes. run. Yes, yes. But um, I, I, I like just think it'd be a like celebration of Redman. I don't. I don't see. I would it. enjoy that though. I would because Redman, you don't hear Redman even talking about this stuff. Redman's not like, oh, right. I'm so hype. I want to get the problem. Like he's not, he he's not into this. Buster Redman got a twenty pack that that's, that's slept on though. Redman got a mean twenty pack though. That I would Listen, enjoy. I, it, it's not that. It's just that I don't see Redman showing like enthusiasm for this. You saw DMX wanted this. Buster wants this. Karras wants this. So yeah. to me. It, it, I think what could happen is KRS versus Buster, but I don't believe Swizz and um, Timbaland would do it. And by the way, Swizz and Timbaland, y'all are suckers. You know, y'all know Jeezy. Y'all know Jeezy. Y'all know because KRS has been begging for a battle, and they just dismissing him right. because they don't believe he owes enough. He's he's popular nah, enough in the market. King. You got to nah, fam. We can't. We got to get on your man, uh, LL, because I'm not gonna get on Swizz and Timbaland. I'm gonna get on LL. LL is trying to move the goalposts. LL is trying to dictate what should happen, who should play what song. LL is being on some crazy ish, and we love LL up here, so we're not trying to clown LL because he's one of the goats. But still, man, I don't like the way LL is is like, like dog. What do you want? You know what I'm saying? So, listen, man. You know, I still no, want no, no, um, no, no. having the I don't believe. I, that I, I don't believe. Hold on. I hope they're not finished with the producers doing the verses, though. I, w- I want them to go back to that. I don't believe Timberland and T.I. want anything less than super established artists. 
I don't think they want anything that's not yeah, Timberland and Swiss. I don't think they want anything that's not heavily commercialized or have a, an extensive catalog. They 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 are now in this for other reasons that's, that has nothing to do with IG. Hmm. What about producers though? Are we trying to see producers? Uh, I would love to see producers, but they they not doing that no more. They finished with that. I still want Havoc and Alchemist. I don't want that battle at all. I don't know why people want. I mean, like that's like saying I want. Let me tell you what that's like saying to me. Why I just think it's so ridiculous when I hear people say they want to see Alchemist put Havoc. Do you want to see True Master Battle Rizzo? Do you want to see True Master Battle Rizzo? That's how you look at it. That's how you. That's your analogy. Yes, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. You're, you're you're the same producer in the same camp. For years, they were in the studio together. Yeah, but wait, 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 when Alchemist came already, they was already stamped by Murder Music, right? They were already stamped by Murder Music. Alchemist is on Murder Music. Alchemist That's what I'm saying. By, mur- by, I'm saying by Murder Music. Alchemist is That's on every Murder Music. By Murder Music. He's on, he's, but he's on Murder Music. And then he's on Keep It Thorough. Then he's on Infamy. Then he's on, like, he, he worked with them. He was in, Alchemist was in their camp. He rolled with them. He was always with but, them. Nigga, so to me, so wait, 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 so wait a minute. So what does that mean, though? Alchemist can still do twenty. So wait, Alchemist can do twenty. Else? Why do you want him to? It's, it's the same. <laughs> same guy though. But I don't have Alchemist. And let me just say this. And let me just say this. Havoc would dog walk him. Dog walk him. Dog walk him. It's not dog even walk. a competitive battle, man. Because he ain't gonna be able to survive the first ten scores. What you gonna do? Can't make it to the city. Man, he could go to sleep and just play the infamous in hell on earth, man, then wake up when the battle's over. That's literally all he'd have to do. This nigga's crazy, man. This man is crazy. I still want to see that, though. I ain't going to hold you, though, man. Um, oh, yeah, what I want to ask you also, I know you didn't get to see all of it. I didn't get to see all of it also, but I got to see bits and pieces of it. Um, recently, my man, Mike Geronimo, Royal Flush was on Drink Champs for three hours. This is one of the most I've never seen anybody a rapper actually drop tears on Drink Champs like that before. Um, obviously, you didn't see, you didn't see obviously we don't have to go into a full depth conversation about it. But just to hear Mike G's name, Mike G getting his flowers. You and I have come up under Mike G, um, Mike Geronimo, Royal Flush. That's our era. So what do you think about Mike G, man? Well, Mike G in '94 had one of my favorite videos and favorite songs. Shit is real. I remember, mm. I remember Ralph McDaniel. I remember Mike Ralph McDaniel on Video Music Box used to play it all the time. So in terms of in terms of who I know and knew, I always knew Mike Geronimo before anybody in Murder Inc. Anybody. I still have my 1994 Hot 97 tape when Mike G came mm. up to freestyle, and guess who he brought with him. He brought his little people with him. He brought some dude named Ja Rule and Irv Gotti. Mm. And mm. they were rhyming 
with a flavor in your ear beat. It's the first time I ever heard Ja Rule. This mm. is the 1994. Ooh. I never heard Ja Rule again later until, until, a, until a clue tape. But the, but the point of the matter is, it's going to be very interesting to hear Mike Geronimo talk about how it was him and Irv, Ja's under him, and how he has the first early success, and then how it transforms from Mike Geronimo, you no longer on the scene. It's me and Ja, and so I'm I'm very interested to hear how he explained how that transition happened. Yeah, well, I, I, listen, it was three hours, so I was moving around a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was doing doing some shit with my my, my little man today, so I didn't get to. I was in and out. You know what I'm saying? But I just I was trying to watch it. I got, I got bits and pieces, and and you know him talking about you know. Mike G was very emotional, very emotional, emotional about a lot of stuff he was talking about. He did acknowledge, you know, how Jay-Z showed him wild love. He did acknowledge his disdain. I'll use the word disdain for Irv Gotti. Like, he has a big gripe with Irv Gotti. But, you know, he was very emotional. But I can see him and Rough Flush, they're still have, they're still tight after all these years. Rough Flush is another dude, man. I put him in a smooth hustler bag, like, in the sense of, they had a good one, two year run where they had dropped dope music, right? Like they both their projects to me are, are fire. I love Raw Flesh and I love Smooth Hustler, man. You know, like I was playing those dudes back to back. You know what I mean? So it was good to see Nori um, actually give those brothers the. I don't know how you feel about Raw Flesh though, but how you feel about? It? I don't think I've ever heard you talk about Raw Flesh. I'm a I'm a huge fan of Royal Flush. Um, in 1997, his debut album came out. Um, I played it almost as much as I played the World Report. Meaning, I played it a wow. lot. I really, yeah. really loved Royal mm-hmm. Flush first I album. Um, Moving on Royal Flush. Yeah. Royal Flush has a song that I consider a five mic hip hop classic. The name of the song is Worldwide, and it's that one of my. Five, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a five mic hip-hop classic personal song yep. to me. I treat it yep. that way. Um, yep. Royal Flush is also on Ice Down Medallions with, with Nori. Uh, so I know Nori mm-hmm. has a, a, from the beginning, relationship with Royal Flush. Um, mm-hmm. And I just never knew why he never came out again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had no yeah, like, like I loved his first album. And then he never came out again, and I just was like, and then I saw a video. That's like, why I said I'll, I'll I'll always have that's why I put him in Smooth Hustle in the no, same no, boat. No, they both had dope albums than me. Let me give you the difference. Royal Flush was like, I ain't do hip-hop because I already had money. I didn't do it for money. I didn't need money. Mm. Right. That's that's one of the reasons he said. But um, um, I'm a I'm a huge Royal Flush fan. And he had one. And, and if, in, in 97, I think we did talk about him because we talked about him when we did our 97 uh, appreciation. So we might have had a quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a we quick did. couple of bars. We did. We did. We did. Had a quick couple of bars. Mm-hmm. But but Nori definitely knows him because Nori Nori was there with him. Like they right. they all came up at the same time during during that era. You know what I'm saying? Mike Geronimo was before both of them. They came after Mike Geronimo. Yep. But that's what people don't know. Mike Geronimo was before a lot of people. Mike Geronimo Listen, was in man. that big class. Mike Geronimo was in that class. That's all. That's all I'm about to ask you. That's what I'm about to ask you. Mike was in that class. So, yeah. are you? Are this, is it cool to say that Mike G was sitting at the table with Beth, OC, Guru, and all these brothers? To me and you as hip-hop heads, 
And this is the, the first time we hearing all these dudes. They, they were all at the table at the same time. They were new MCs. Mm-hmm. They were all putting out dope music, and we liked it. You just never knew who was going to turn up to be legendary. You know, no one right. knew the future. Nobody knew who was going to be who. But Mike Geronimo mm-hmm. was definitely in the building. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't like when he went to that Puff Daddy bag, even though that was a big hit for him. <laughs> that, remember that song he had with yeah. Puff Daddy, where Puff Daddy was dancing in it? I was happy yeah. that I was like, oh, there's Mike G. I didn't know where he went. So I was happy that it seemed mm-hmm. like Puff Daddy was going to resurrect him. But then nothing came out after that. So I can understand Mike Geronimo, especially if you see the success of Murder, Inc. and Ja Rule, why he has to have some deep emotional feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why, 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 he, why he should. Hey, man, he's it's really emotional about it, man. You know, got to work with Steve Stout. But a lot of people don't rock with Stout, though, man. You know, I'm not surprised to hear anything negative. About Steve Stout, you don't Steve like the has always been. Steve Stout has always been. I mean, Steve Stout did that to Nas for crying out loud. You think he went? You think he wouldn't do some funny stuff to to Mike Geronimo? I mean, he moved funny style on Nas. Right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm not, nothing will shock me with somebody like Steve Stout who cares only about making money for whatever label he is, so they can keep giving him more money. Like, give me a break with Steve Stout. He t- he tried to pull the same thing with Fifty. You know what I'm saying? 50 showed you the Texas. Look at Steve Stout. Yo, I can make G Unit blow up. I can make G Unit. Come on, Steve Stout. Get out of here, man. Oh, so I God. Understand that. So here's a question I need to ask you. What was it about Lauren Hill that she did where you felt you wanted to get an entire album of Lauren Hill just rapping? My nigga, you and I come from Mona Lisa. We come from, you know, I don't wear Jerry Curl because I'm not from the West. We come from that era. We come from the vocab era. We come from. You and I, you and I appreciated the Fuji score album. You and I both said on this show, we've never recapped it, but we've done a 1996 appreciation and gave the Fujis they flowers for '96. Dog, she was the best female rapper. Period. I don't even want to put in a female bag. She was better than dudes. Like, come on, fam. No disrespect to what's that? What's the name? Push. What's, I forgot her brother's name. I'm outside man. Pace one here. Pace one and Wyclef and them on a Cowboys joint. But the back and forth between Rod Diggs and Lauryn Hill was just crap. Before Jada Kiss and Styles did they goddamn back and forth, man. <laughs> Lauryn and, and Rod Digger, they were like, am I lying, though? Am I lying, though? No, am you're lying. You know what I'm saying? Rod Digger and Lauryn said that off. They did that first. And it's like, I love, I want, I just, listen, I like the miseducation Lauryn Hill, but I would, I would have loved to hear her rap on the album when she just rapping. On a primo beat, I've never heard Lauren on a primo beat. That's sickening. And you know what's funny? I played the Cowboys joint today. I, I'm not gonna lie, a Rock Digger Lauren album would have been dope, though, my nigga. That would have been fire. Uh, listen, I tell everybody that Rod Digger basically was Lauren Hill without the singing. Which without the singing, mm. like because Rod Digger was a raw lyrical spitter. That's what she right. was, and, and so was Lauren Hill. But then Lauren Hill had more could do more because she could sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in terms of spinning, Rod Digger was spinning ball for ball with Lauren Hill. Why does nobody talk yeah. about that? She's ball yeah. for ball with the outsiders. We literally yep. can make a case that in two male dogs, the two rappers were female, and we didn't think nothing about it. it wasn't no, a big deal. 
wait a minute. Was that is that her boyfriend or baby daddy was part of the outsiders? Yeah. She was better than her man, my nigga. Let's keep it a buck. She so rapped so, better so, than her so, man. She did. Right. So let me. She did. Right. So let me let me do let me, let me do a quick pivot. You know, we were talking about T.I., right? Mm. Why do you think 50 was so afraid to put his verses against T.I.? Oh, we're going back to this shit. Uh, no, 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 no. No, the reason why, because let's be real. The reason why this, the, the whole thing happened is because 50 clearly was afraid. And the thing is, when 50 has verses like straight out of Southside, why does he feel like he can't use verses like that against the T.I.? Does he feel like that verse from Stand on the South Side wouldn't resonate in the IG room? That shit would resonate hard. Are you kidding me? It's 50 Cent, man. He's still big. Listen, everybody still went. Listen, did I did I think um, the Terminator on site was better than um, G-Unit's first album together? No. Shit, me. Not even close. Sorry. Not even close. But she, 50 still has verses. 50 has mixtape joints. 50 has power of a dollar. Like, 50's catalog is, is, is crazy. And it disappointed me that he didn't really want to come outside for T.I. It really, like, like huh? Not even not even if you think you'll win, though. Just why wouldn't you come outside for T.I.? Like, T.I.'s not watching 50. I don't care. Nobody, you're not, I don't care if 50's on some Donald Trump bullshit that he's on right now. Are we, we're keeping it strictly on the music. T.I.'s not watching 50 Cent. I'm just not. Sorry, not happening. Not, not to me. Maybe you want to say, oh, they go three being in New York bag. Fine, cool, I'll take that. Do I like 50 Cent more than T.I.? Of course I do. That's not even an if, ands, or buts about that. Come on. And I'm not expecting any Southern brother listening to this shit right now to say they got 50 over T.I. I wouldn't expect you to do that. If you're from Backhead or Bowen Projects where T.I. did his video or what's, ha- what's happening and shit, you're going to run with tip, of course. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just disappointed. That I'm, listen, I'm disappointed 50. I'm disappointed the way our Jay-Z... Did not rap with Beanie Siegel and Freeway in them. I had them having freestyle. I'm mad that 50's not coming outside for, for Ti. I'm not mad. Okay, okay. Nah, nah. I, I I feel the same way because me and you, me and you believe 50 likes to win and dominate. And in 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 and in, in, in his mind, he clearly did not feel confident that he could beat Ti because if he did, he'd do it because he like because 50's yeah, a bully. He I likes agree. to embarrass people. I agree. So. I agree. For whatever the reason, he just didn't think he now, could do it. You know, so it responding with it the this? Could it be this though that he's removed from music arts? They fully removed. I, I, I believe. I believe. I believe the name of his album was "Get Rich or Die Trying." He's gotten rich. Uh, he's seen up. The one thing we know about him is when "Get Rich or Die Trying" dropped, he came out with a video game. He came mm-hmm. out with a DVD. So he was always immediately trying to find other sources of money. So it's almost like hip-hop was just his way to make money, but he's just a guy who wants to make money. That's what makes him happy, getting money. And it doesn't matter what... But I think his passion is not into music the way it is with power and other ventures that he got going on. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was heavy into fashion. So so he did it all. So his whole thing is just money and to me... I'm just, it's going to sound crazy, but it's not a love of the hip-hop culture. Because if he really loved his music, he would be excited to battle somebody like T.I. You know what I'm saying? Instead, give it a It's deeper than the verses, though, my nigga. He do music, period. 
That's what I'm saying. We're talking about our brother who doesn't even drop music no more. We're talking about a guy that you and I had to got, we had to have every Jew in radio, radio one, radio two. We had to have them shits. This nigga is so removed from music, and I'm not trying to give him an excuse, Watts. I'm just, and I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just saying, can we also look at it? Oh, is that is, are we expecting Fifty Cent to stand up and go song with T out any artist when he seems to be removed from hip hop? Period. Listen, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say he was afraid. That's what I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say he was afraid that the I'm not public perception couldn't be. I can't the word afraid. That, that's, afraid. That's what uh, I'm gonna use. I don't yeah, want to use that word use that. afraid because we know he's somebody who likes to embarrass people. If he felt confident that he could win, why not do it? You know what I'm saying? And he just didn't do it. So, so I want to I want to I want to I want to ask you about something because um, there's. You know, me and you always talk about our favorite verses and slept on verses, but there's some verses right. that never ever get talked about. They never get sourced to the month. So right. I'd like you to give us some behind the scenes stories on, on some verses that people may not understand and they could probably go check it out. Tell us why Emilio Sparks' verse on Tales from the Hood is a damn movie. Uh, that is a five mic verse. I'm sorry, Beanie Siegel. I love you, my guy. That was on the reason. Emilio Sparks is almost like. Sometimes these rappers have features from their homeboys or people that's part of the clique, and they'll give you that five-mic verse, right? I feel Emilio Sparks did it on this verse. I also feel Crumb Snatcher on Guru's album, the royalty album, or, or he had a five-mic verse. We've seen guys come out the cut and be like, like wow, where'd that come from, right? I just think everything he said was so vivid, like a movie. It even gave me some juice movie kind of feeling, the part of when Raheem, when Tupac Bishop shot um, Raheem and hugging his mom, Dukes. There's certain things Emilio Sparks was saying on that verse that is just, it's a five-mic verse. It's a five-mic verse, man. Sparks went ape shit on there. Like, that's a legendary hip-hop verse to me. It's a, that's a five-mic storytelling verse. Like, you're not talking about storytelling the other day. It is. You know, you made me go back and 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 check that verse out so I could so I could, so I could hear, you know, what you were saying, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, this is this is what we was talking about. Another verse I like to ask you about. Um, one of our favorite rappers is Thirty Eight Special. Um, yes. Thirty Eight Special did, did a song with Benny called Mob Ties. What what, what was it yes. about Thirty Eight Special verse of Mob Ties where you just felt he just left the planet on that? <laughs> And I got to be real, Benny, when I say this, man, just having a hip-hop talk. You know, it's funny. When you go back to stabbing shot, and I'm not trying to go on long tangent here, but, you know, obviously the success that Benny's having right now is at an all-time high, right? As much as I could sit here and say who, you know, Conway album, this, da 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 whatever, Westside Gun album, da 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 right? Benny, and you said this to me off air, and I'm taking your words for what you said. Benny's having the most successful Griselda project just in terms of the masses gravitating to it, right? And the love and the reception that it's getting from the hip-hop culture itself, right? Um, I say to say this, that when Benny and Spech collab together, it's very special, right? I feel they bring the best out of each other. And Griselda fans, you might not want, you might, this might take you off to a left, to a left here though, but am I reaching watch when I say that Spesh and Benny have better collaborations than Benny and Conway. 
Yes, that's a reach. That's a reach? Talk to me. Yes. It's a reach because you've heard Spurs 1, 2, and 3. It's a reach because – it's a reach. Wait a minute. But I get it's three songs on Stabbing Shot are better than that, though. I got Wait songs on Stabbing Shot that's better than that, though. I can fight you on that. Wait a minute. No, you can't fight me on that. You're going to have to fight me on Dirty Needles. You're going to gonna have to fight me on Blam Blam. Which ah, might be you know, which songs might now. Come on. Best. You don't go blam blam. That's a style song though. But that style song, that's a cheating code. You can't do that. That's a cheating code. No, but I'm just saying. No, all I'm saying is that. Listen, I'm just being devil's advocate. All I'm saying is that Benny and Conway have multiple songs that are amazing. That's all I'm saying. I'm just being devil's advocate. But I was just talking about the, right. the you know, talking about verses, and I was just saying what what I just we should. On, I on, on like Dirty that, Special. That's, that's on Benny's project. I just felt like Benny, Dirty Special, when he came in to start rapping on his verse, was just, it stood out more to me than Benny. Like my head nod and the shit he was saying hit me harder than what Benny was saying. And I think that's so a let lot me tell of you what, let that me, special that has over Benny. So let me tell you what really threw, has thrown me off um, with, with, with uh, Special, how Special stood out to me. Remember when we was going on this heavy, we look, we listening to Benny, especially in 2017. He was like, yo, Benny, Benny, yes. Benny Conway and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was really doing deep dives into their music. So, so I was like, okay, anything Benny comes out with, I'm just going to cop. I'm going to check it out. And Benny comes out with um, Benny, a friend of ours, and, and Stab mm-hmm. and Shot comes out. Two songs where I felt 38 Special just, just completely said, no, 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 no. I know you're checking for Benny, but... This was my end. <laughs> it was my more than two, though. It was my. There's more than wait, two. No, 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 no. But yes. I'm, I'm two songs wait. He completely stood out. Where I'm like, wait a minute. This dude is. Have, have I not been doing the math correctly? It was mob ties, and it was two weapons. I I found myself. I kept going oh, back to weapons, special yeah. versus two weapons. On those oh two, my god, two weapons. I kept going back to. Special, just do special. These verses are too much for me, and that's what I started doing a deep dive on special. You know, that's what I was saying. Let me ask you about another verse. Slept on Prodigy verse. Prodigy's verse on Young Love. Yo, you have to be outside for that number one. That's not the. That's not on the infamous. That's not on Hell on Earth. That's on a murder music. That's not on. Um, free agents. That's a un- unreleased mob deep joint, and I'll give you a backstory real quick on that song. If you go back and listen to what the song um, Watts is talking about, mob deep young love. Um, it's a Prince sample, but they can never have it told a story. I read this on on an interview he did years ago. The reason why that song never came out to the masses, it was on a cool tape. I had this on a cool tape. Uh, shout out to cool man, God love it. We've been in cool flowers before, anyway. Um, Prodigy's verse, man. Just come out of shorty, he's like, he's not simping, you know. Peace stands for penetration while you're polying. Like, I think it's like, peace stands for penetration while we polying. Like, yo, P, man, all right, P, Prodigy, man. Just, yo, unreleased Prodigy, Marv Deep joint, man. You know what I'm saying? I was a big Marv Deep fan. Anything they drop, I'm copping. I was copping. Love, I don't think it's a Marv Deep song you and I have never heard, to be honest, unless they have some real underground shit that's never come out, but for the most part, you and I heard every mob trade, I can say. Especially if it's coming from Clue in that era. Yeah, we, we was copying and we heard it. 
Love Young Love. So, so for for the Southern Brothers, so y'all know we we're not gonna leave y'all out. Do you believe Jesus' verse on Cadillac is underrated? Oh, I think listen, man. This is what I'm saying. If Jeezy goes into the Kanban and Snowman songs, Cadillac, and a lot of other joints he has on there, T.I., man, this is not going to be some, you know, walk in the park. You call, I know you're talking cocky and greasy. You have to believe in Cadillac, as you should, as he should. Come on now. I can make fun of T.I., but it is what it is. But, yeah, I, I think Jeezy, I love Jeezy, man. You know, I'm a Jeezy guy, man. I'm a Jeezy too, man. Rock with Jeezy. Heavy. Heavy, man. Real heavy. You, for three, four years. So, 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 again, we talked about different regions. We didn't talk about a West Coast verse that might be underappreciated. What mm-hmm. would you tell people if you wanted to tell them about MC Ren's verse on Always Into Something? Listen, man, for all the talk of NWA, people that talk about Shreda Compton and everything. And, and Shreda Compton, it's funny because. You can say Straight Outta Compton and, and um, Niggas for Life album, right? That was the second album that Watch is talking about in 91 when Dre, it was just Dre, MC Ren, and Eazy-E. There was no more Cube. He was doing his own thing, movies, and, and do, working on um, death certificate and things of that nature and stuff. But the MVP on Niggas for Life album is MC Ren. Like, MC Ren does not get the respect he does for, as, he, as he should because here it is now. We already know Ice Cube wrote for Easy. He wrote for Dre. But he ain't write for no damn MC Ren. MC Ren penned his own shit. That's why Q can never talk fly about Ren and be like, fam, you don't write your own shit. Ren held down niggas for life. And wait for it, as much as they, listen, watching now we're talking about cliches in hip-hop and narratives and everything, this narrative that Strand of Compton is the best NWA album, I beg to differ. I'm sorry to tell y'all this. As much as I love Ice Cube, yes, I love Ice Cube. Facts. Me and Watson have done appreciation also on Ice Cube on his channel, number one. But I got to be real, Watts. Niggas for Life is the best NWA album. I'm sorry. I mean, just, it's a better album. Dr. Dre production on Niggas for Life shits on the production on Strata Compton. And I know people say Strata Compton because it's after police and gangster gangster and them shits like that. But I prefer Niggas for Life. And I bought that album on the strength of the song Watson is talking about. Why? I'm watching your TV raps and MWA's on there, like or Sapphire Freddy and everything like that. And they promoting this song always into something. It was on every damn channel. I mean, every time your own TV raps came on, they were playing this video. So what I would do is go to the store and I'm copying. So I bought Niggas for Life album in '91, and it's a the best NWA album hands down, hands down. MC uh, listen, I, I I I I have no issue with what you said because hey, let, let, me, me be let me pick clear. it up. Also, you and I before you go watch, you and I always talk about Tash. From the licks and everything, you and I—no, no—you have our affiliation and a love we have for, for alcoholics. Alcoholics, I love Tash. Yes, um, I think you like um, what's the other brother's name on there? J Ro, J Ro, J Ro. You like J Ro, right? You're a big J Ro guy. I'm a big Tash guy, right? Uh, we get corrupt as flowers all the time. You love Crooked and I, and not for nothing. You feel all this New York bias thing you talk about. Watch his favorite rapper. He's one of his favorite rappers. Is Crooked Eye from the West Coast? Let me throw that out there also. We've also I love game. We've done a game appreciate um a game appreciation and spoke about games album and y'all know how much I love Kendrick Lamar. So I think Peter's the hip hop and showing the West Coast a lot of love. We got love for the West West, number one. All right. Well let me, okay, let, me, let me just this. Let me just say this. Crooked I released a, a EP slash album and it's called Flag 
And okay. I to me, it's mature grown. To me, it's mature grown folk hip hop. And you know, he's just like when you said he's one of my favorite MCs of all time. He's one of my favorite MCs of all time, all time. But I want to get back to what you said about Ren. Ren was so much the MVP of the Niggas for Life album that I could not wait to get his EP, Kiss My Black Ass. I could yes. not yes. wait. I was yes. so into Ren as an MC that I'm going to be honest, it's shocking to me Ren didn't have a better solo career. Yes, because, right, right. That's facts. Um, no, no, no. Can we stay on Ren? Let's stay on Ren for a second. Because you just said something that is going over my head. When Dre was running with Death Row and everything, I'm surprised that Easy, um, Dr. Dre and Shook Knight and Snoop didn't, and, uh, with him. didn't grab Ren. Didn't bring Ren with them. They like, should have brought Ren. Ren, Ren on a chronic? Ren, Ren MC Ren, Ren on, on chronic beats? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> because, because that's the thing. Because you heard Ren on Dre beats already. You know how Ren sounded on Dre beats. So to yep. me, it was just that's something that I didn't I, I didn't know about. Now, uh, off before we got on, we had a spirited debate about one of your all time. Well, I'm not gonna say your all time favorites, but one of your favorite verses. And since we're talking verses, it is Ghostface's verse mm. on Impossible. Now, to you, that is a storytelling verse. You believe it's vivid. <sighs> Why does that verse connect so much to you as a woo head? And you know I'm a woo head just like you. But what is it specifically now, about his impossible verse? Let me let me just say this first off, right? Because I see I put that out there. And a lot of people saying, "Oh, three RZA had a fire verse." I'm not I'm not disputing RZA had a fire verse. I'm the one that's saying that the RZA's best rhyming. If you niggas want to really go into your RZA bag, the best rhyming from the RZA to me was a one time forever. For me, watch his best rapping. I thought the RZA was the best rapping producer by '97. I mean, it's not—it's not again. He had mad people to go by. I think okay, cool. But the RZA to me in '97, like RZA was one of the MVPs just on rapping. I'm not even talking about production. I'm talking about just clear rhyming and rapping. RZA's verse is fire on Impossible. You got to you guys verse. He sets it off. You guys verse on Impossible. It's fire also, but let me say this right here about Dennis Cole, a.k.a. Tony, um, Tony Starks. Dennis Cole, pardon me, the Wallaby champ. That verse, Jamie got shot. Like, that whole verse is a storytelling. But once again, you and I spoke about Slick Rick the other day about storytelling. Ghostface's verse on Impossible, it's a top five Ghostface verse for me, man. I'm sorry, it's a top five Ghostface verse. Like, blood on my wallies, like, catch up, like, the shit that this nigga is saying. Oh, Jamie, don't stop that shit. Like, Ghostface is just swagging all over this track, man. Or swagging on this. Like, he has a lot of verses. Wildflower also, uh, his verse on projects. You know what I'm saying? I like, scrubble up. You go some scrubble up. Somebody goes some scrubble up. Pool shit. It's not good to your daddy. His verse on older gods. Ghostface, yo, fam. Ghostface verses on who text forever. Ghostface got some. Classic verses, man. Yeah, but I love Impossible, man. Love Ghostface, man. Love Tony Starks, man. Another verse from this MC I want to talk to you about is because recently Billboard put up their top 10 MCs. And this mm-hmm. rapper made their list. And I personally don't think he should have been in the top 10 MCs, but a lot of okay. people do. One of the verses he spit was a verse called 
return of a G. What, what's, what, <clears throat> what, what, why does that verse speak to your soul? Andre 3000, let me tell you something, man. I think Andre 3000 is, is a, is a, a listen, T.I., I understand you're the king of the South, man, but be, I'm going to be real with you, brother. Your bars and your, your rhymes and your music have never touched me as much as it would touch Andre 3000. I think Three Stacks is it, fire. Now, sometimes do I think they put Three Stacks in a higher bracket sometimes? I, the only problem I have with, with outcast brackets is this. Is when you niggas decide you want to put Big Boy at number five. I mean, Andre 3000 at number five, but then have Big Boy at number 25. Like the the margin. Like why is the margin? Why is the gap so big between Big, big Boy and Andre 3000 is not 20 times better than Big Boy? It's almost like the prodigy and habit thing. And one thing I like doing the show Watson is this that he always reminds me all the time that yeah, okay, we all love prodigy, but we're not gonna sit and act like havoc has not dropped five mic verses and give us dope classic verses throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel niggas do a big boy. But anyway, Return of the G is a five mic verse from Andre 3000. He had got Rama in a month in the source. I remember that vividly. I can always remember that. His Kendrick Lamar basically is, is, is a product of Andre 3000. You listen to Andre 3000's verse on Return of the G, and you hear Kendrick Lamar. You hear Kendrick Lamar has heard that verse and spit to that verse before. Like, you can just tell to that beat, just the way he's rhyming and, and everything he's talking about in real conscious bars. Listen, man, whenever watching this radio, y'all, I'm telling my brother I would love to do an outcast of women nine breakdown because the, the, the music on it is just phenomenal. But, yes, I'm a big outcast guy, man. Love outcast, man. Love R.J.D. Thousand. Love Big Boy, too. I'm never going to let y'all niggas act like a Big Boy wasn't nice. I rock with Big Boy also, man. Shout out to Outkast. No, since we're on the Andre 3000 uh, vibe, I'm going to name another MC who I believe could have gone his lane and been looked at as before Kendrick in the Andre 3000 bag. Uh, What is your take on hip-hop by most deaf. I love, first of all, that's on the Black on Both Sides album. Um, let me say this right quick, man. It's a shame that most deaf left hip-hop the way you left hip-hop, man. It's just, it's a shame. And shame on me and Watson also that we, and then listen, there's a lot of music me and Watson haven't touched yet. That's another project I want to do with my brother, Black on Both Sides, project by most deaf. I love this album. Like, Conway had made a reference about this album, one of, one of his verses and stuff. I love the fact that he did that. He said, most, like, black on both sides, like, must, like, most stuff. And I love the fact he said that. Um, hip-hop song is just, listen, Race to Five Nine had a hip-hop song. Most Def had a hip-hop song. I love both the hip-hop songs, the tribute to hip-hop. I just love most stuff. I just love his rapping. Like, I just think most, I listen. You're a Talib Kweli guy. You love you love Black Star like as much as I do. I was more of a Most Def guy more than Talib Kweli. Um, as much as I love Hove, yeah, I but, 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 but the problem here's the thing: I'm a Most Def guy too. Most Def stopped rapping. Talib Kweli didn't stop. Yes. So I was like, what, you can't. I can't just stay on Black on both sides when Talib Kweli literally did not stop rapping. And even I when agree, Talib would bring Def, even when Most Def, when Talib would bring Most Def. To do a song together, you can hear the chemistry. Because he'd always bring him right. on for a song, he'd get a verse from him, and you're like, man, these guys really could have, you know, did whatever. But Talib never stopped rapping and kept putting out fire music 
And I was like, so how could how could I keep judging most deaf when he stopped putting out music? Think about that. Right. So it's like most deaf just stopped rapping. You know, he put out he, that. He, he, he did another album. He did another album after Black on Both Sides, though, but it didn't resonate with and me. And it at wasn't all. good at all. To me, people love it because they it think it was creative and they want to like all this other stuff. That shit was three mics. It, it wasn't that. Dog, I remember that I was, was so disappointed. I was so disappointed in that album. I was so disappointed in that album because I'm like, come on, most. That, on, you know what I'm saying? That's another album we talk about when people say your second album, right? Like Dogfather album, Rayquan's Immobilarity. I'm throwing most of that second album in there also, brother. I'm going to say this right now. I may have misrepresented Immobilarity. What? Breaking news I'm going to say this. I am going to have to revisit Immobilarity. Because you saw how you did the knowledge on that Tales, on that uh, Oskino Sparks Tales from the Hood verse. Yes. yes. One of my boys rapped word for word Raekwon verses off of Immobilarity that were arguably Raekwon's best storytelling verses he's ever said. Now, because I stopped listening to uh, Immobilarity and I don't and I don't have it deep in my brain. I have to revisit it because the stuff he was saying, I was like, wow, Ray, that's how Ray was rapping? Did we give up on Immobilarity too soon, three? Let's really have ah, this conversation. Ah, no, 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 Remember, Live from New York was on this album. Sneakers was that on was this it. album. No, no, no. Now, see, those two, see, those two songs, right, are my favorite songs of this, of this project, of Mobilarity. You're right. But I think, I think we didn't do the now. What year yeah. did Capadonna drop the pillage? Uh, the ne- 98. Yeah, 98. Yeah, 98. I'm a, I like the pillage way more than I like the Mobilarity. Are niggas ready to keep it real on that? I know y'all, oh, that's trying to be, trying to be the, the smart guy in the room and shit. I don't think I'd be the smart guy in the room. I like that album more than the Mobilarity. Now, let me, let, me, let me ask you this. If I told you a rapper in 2000 was rapping ball for ball with everybody, and then I could say, rewind, 21 years later, and he's still rapping ball for ball with everybody. And this MC I'm talking about is Eminem. Do you remember when Eminem did the BC Cypher? Do you remember when Eminem did the BC Cypher with Black, Most Deaf? That's one of the best albums ever. What what, what, what did you feel about Eminem's rap and delivery with two great MCs? In their prime, by the way. I thought Eminem's rap and delivery on here was fire. Just recently, um, people were telling me, watch, about this freestyle that... So I was was kind of like baffled me that some people were saying he's not saying anything. And I'm like, Huh? What do you mean he's not saying anything? I thought Eminem killed that shit. Compared to his Donald Trump. Where would you rank? Where would you rank Prodigy second verse on Still Shining as a Prodigy verse? Put holes in your clothes like Jamaican clothes. Put holes in your clothes like Jamaican clothes. Yeah, that P, man. He got five mic verses, man. This just five mic verses, man. The whole song is fire, man. I love Still Shining, man. That's just God, man. I'm glad, I'm glad me, I was outside tell the, some of the Tell me some of the gems you feel when we review Wu-Tang Forever 
that people are going to find that they didn't know how much we liked verses. For example, Streetlights verse on Hell's Wind Staff. What does that verse mean? Five Mike verse from Street Life. If you've been listening to this show, I've been I am a Street Life guy. Like very like this is no bullshit, y'all. I really like Street Life a lot. Like I was like y'all understand the reason why I love to Cal two thousand as much as Meth that's his album, of course, Street Life was on a lot of joints. I love Street Life verses on there. And I thought Street Life he didn't have a lot of verses on Wu Tang Forever. He was like the offspring Wu Tang niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like he was Meth's man, right? Like Don is Meth's man. Um, Street Life is really Meth's man. Like how um, Superb is down with um, Ghost and all that. So, you know, I wish he was on more verses on Wu-Tang Forever, though. I wish Street Life was on more verses, but I love Street Life. He sets that shit off lovely. He sets that shit off lovely. Even though Jizz is on that joint, too, though. I'm not going to front a Jizz verse either. Though. Let me not do that. But I love Street Life, man. I rock with Street Life heavy, man. Heavy. Like how you like a lot of Darkland and all that crazy shit. I watch you. <laughs> yeah, you like a lot of Darkland. Fuck out of here, nigga. I'm a street life guy. The fuck out of here. This nigga likes a lot of Darkland, y'all. This nigga's on some other shit. No, He's the only nigga no, I know who likes that nigga. This is the thing I like. Only. People get a lot of Darkland confused because when, um, when your man was putting out all those uh, DJ drama mixtapes, and he was throwing a lot of dark man on everybody, make sure everybody who, who did a DJ drama, Gangsta Grills mixtape, they always had nigga. to do a, a lot of dark man. <laughs> Yo, Jay so Love, Love had did a Wu-Tang, Jay Love had this like a Wu-Tang mixtape. He had like four a lot of dark man joints on it. I'm like, why you got so much lot of dark man joints in it? Four joints on this thing. I'm telling you, man, young, young, young lot of dark man. Was my dude. Would people be surprised wow. to know if we talked about Wu Tang Forever? How much you like the city by Rebel Ines? I love the city. I freaking love the city. I love that song so much, man. That beat is fire. I thought Dex rhyming on here was so superb. I'm like, yo, fam, we already got Triumph. We already got Protect the Neck. We already got mad legendary verses from this man with a solo album. Please, I used to love the city, man. They said, hey, I love that shit. Dang, dang. That, that beat is raw. I forgot who did that beat. The True Master, Master, Master. I don't think there is a that beat, though, but I love the city, man. Love the city. Love my song. Let me ask you, who do you think had the best verse on the Kiss Your Ass Goodbye remix? Fab, Jada, Game, I, or Beans? I like Beans, though, because the Beans did something. Beans might not, Beans lyrically might not have the best bars, but the aggression and energy when he came on there, I wiped the snot from you niggas. Not, not we said not to you, expose you niggas. Like the way he was talking greasy, like like he was like I just like the shit Beans was talking about, man. Beans verse meant the world to me, man. Get Beanie Seagull's respect and judge. I'm a big Beanie Seagull guy, man. Rock with Beans heavy. I've always said on this show when all you niggas I had going crazy over Watch the Throne with Hoving Hoving um Kanye, I wanted a Jay Z. And Beanie Seagull album. That's what the hell I wanted. Facts. When you always say that um, you like nature better than AZ, right? Yes. Uh, but did was there ever a time that you liked AZ? For example, what did you think about AZ's song, Rather Unique? 
as much as niggas love Sugar Hill, as you should, that's his first single. And Life's a Bitch first he gave us before that. Pete Rock lace this nigga so lovely, man. We're rather unique. That's one of Pete. That's yo. That's one of my favorite Pete Rock beats. That's one of my listen. More money, more murder, more homicide. I love that joint also. But I love rather unique, man. Shout out to Clue again because we heard and Watson. Remember me something right? Did we not hear that song before it dropped on the tape? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, shut shut right. song was 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 playing that song, was playing that joint crazy. Um, did you have you still got have you gotten a chance to listen to any of the Black Door album at all? Or uh, I haven't watched them. No, I'm mad at myself. No. Okay. No, no, we got. What's no, Saigon? It's 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 really it's really lyrical. Um, you're really gonna enjoy it. I mean, you all like right. rhyming, so you're gonna enjoy yes. rhyming. Sean C's giving. Listen. Um, I like the fact. That it's we're in 2020. 2019 proved the dudes over 40 still rapping the best. 2020 is the same thing. Like these dudes are still. For example, I'm gonna say this. I thought Sheik put out a better album than the Locks album. I think Sheik's wow. album okay. is better than Jay's solo album. I think I think if if all you did was put Styles and Jada on every song on Sheik Luke's album, you'd have a four and a half mic. Album. That's how. That's how. Are you saying that because of the beats and the raw rapping? I'm saying it because of the beats and because yeah, the beats and the raw rapping. Everything means wise. That's not fair though. That's not fair because you and I have highlighted on the locks um review that we did for the album, right? We both highlighted the fact that there's certain songs on there that we know that was very Jada Kish. Jada was really staring. He was really staring the um the car. For these particular songs, the girl joints, the T Pain joints, the reggae joints, that Jada Kiss splash, all over that shit to me, right? She is not gonna go in that bag too much. Like he did a song with Jeremiah Good Love back in the day, but it still had a good twist to it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't sappy and all that shit. So she can give you more raw shit. Everything I loved loved about Conway's album, she did the exact same thing. Okay. She did the same thing. He has a song called Onyx with Little Fame. Before I heard it, I, love that joint. I knew That's I was going to like that song. Before I heard it, I knew I was going to like that song. And then when I heard it, I was like, man, this is this is, this is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Let me say this again. So, if you didn't listen to me watching um, talk about the Locks um, album, we both said that Sheik Looch was the MVP of that project, did we not? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, and I think he... Okay, so so let me ask you this: Was Sheik's album, as compared to listening to the Benny Hitboy album, was Sheik's album more raw to you? Yes, I know y'all are gonna say, "Oh my God, three, yes, I'm raw." If we're talking the word raw, and y'all know what the word. If you listen to this show, you know what raw hip hop is. Yes, I'm going more raw. Yes. Now you're gonna have some people say, "Okay, three and wise." So what are you saying? Because it's raw, it's better? Not necessarily, but if you're asking the question, was raw, yes. I felt the same way. And I have another, now here's the thing i got to ask you, because people love to get collaborations with Rick Ross. Now, sometimes you can get a collaboration with Rick Ross, and you get hard piano, or then you get a collaboration with Rick Ross, and it does nothing for the album. Why do you think that is? 
I don't I don't know who said this recently, right? I heard somebody, I forgot which rapper I heard say that the song with Ross is hard. Somebody said that recently. Was it, was it Joe Budden Podcast? Was it those niggas who said that? I think it was them, man. Don't quote me on that. Somebody of importance who talks hip hop said the song with Ross is hard. And I was, I had to look like, are you kidding me right now? I like Ross. Y'all know that already. I, 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 Ross off the tape, I'm going to go over it. But I thought Ross and Benny's song did nothing. And I mean, absolutely nothing for me. Like, that's not a song I go back and listen to. I don't even care about that song. I really don't. Okay. I think okay. It was a so, what about, okay, what about the Ross Jadakiss song off of Jadakiss' album that he dropped this year? They got a video for it. It was all right. Right. So that's my point. So okay, so so to say this, do you feel that in a versus battle, Ross could beat Pusha T, twenty verses, verse for verse? Yes. Okay, I'm yes, listening what? to you. Listen to, yes. I'm listening to the statement. Because Watts, Ross's Nick catalog is mean, my nigga. Dogs. Ross, didn't he, my nigga, he beat two chains and he didn't play a lot of it. He got a lot of songs, a lot, a lot. So I mean, when I say a lot, my Sue Surf voice in a lot. Like this nigga left in so, a lot songs. Watts, he got another Watts. He has to play this Watts. Ross has another twenty back, twenty pack to give somebody else. Another twenty, another twenty. Okay, pack. now that twenty pack, and you're saying he has a twenty pack that could beat Pushes twenty verses. I think he could, and I love Pusher, man, and I love Pusher. So I want to say, so I'm deep diving. So can we rewind 18 years? Uh, in 2002, I think we were listening to um, the clips. I'm not sure mm-hmm. we were listening to Teflon Don at that time. I'm not sure we were listening to Teflon Don at the time. That was his name. Um, so Pusher can start from that catalog, can he? Is 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 it safe to start verses from that album? Mm-hmm. Um, can he so can he do any verses from Hell Half No Fury album? That XL gave yeah. double XL, which is equivalent to five mic. That's hundred percent can. Okay. Can he do any verses from his re up gang days or oh he should just leave all that alone? Well, let me you ask you a can question he do though. See now you go into a different bag though, watch. Uh, I'm going with Jada Kiss did against Fab when Jada uh, was throwing mixtape verses. Isn't that what Jada Kiss did? Isn't yes. that what Jada Kiss did? Okay, so yes. I'm saying Pusha T does the same thing. He's like, hold up. There was a period where between the clips albums, I did a whole you would agree Jada Kiss is more popular than Pusha, though. You would agree with that. Jade is more popular than Pusha. I don't, no, no, can I, can I say this? To me and you, yes. To outside people, I don't know. And the reason why I say that is because I believe Pusha's uh, affiliation with Kanye really made a lot uh, of people. I don't think him. so. I don't know. Did it really? Did it really, though? Yes, yes. I, I, believe, Did it really? I, believe, I believe grinding. Uh, I believe Mr. Me Too. I believe those songs were so big in the hip-hop community. I believe everybody knows it. I believe the reason why Pusha T was the one that every rapper between 2006 
2010. You see the way Conway and Benny's on everybody's album? That's, that's how Pusha was in demand. Pusha was in demand. Everybody who wanted a verse, they ran to Pusha during that period, and then he ended up going with Kanye. But I'm saying, can Pusha use any of his re-up gang verses in his battle versus Jeezy? I'm asking. Yes, he can. I guess Ross, yes, he can. Okay. Okay. Man, listen. It would get ugly very fast if you could allow me to use re-up numbers. <laughs> If you're going to allow Pusha T to be, wait, talking about, talking about, if you're going to allow Pusha T to be neighborhood P, then, then that's it. When he's when he's neighborhood P and not Pusha T, and he's rapping between '05 and '09, that era of Pusha T rhyming, he did not put a whack verse. Listen to this: between 2005 and 2009, Pusha T does not have a whack verse. And then you throw in the hell, hell, hell have no fury. Then you throw in the the that follow up album, the one that they got with Cam. Remember that album where they did that song with yeah. Cam? Mm-hmm. That man, listen, man, boss, what you gonna spit? Pusha T's rapping. So to me, my nigga, I got Pusha T. Are you serious right now? Yeah, yeah. Yo, Pusha T's up game will body anything you think. Anything people put it this way. You would have to let Why? me put For you for But watch. For you, this is preference. And for you, you rock with not saying you don't like Rick Ross, you rock with some of his songs. But pushing means way more to your hip hop soul than Ross does. But doesn't young Jesus Twice mean way Sunday. more to your hip hop soul? Yeah. Huh? Doesn't young doesn't young Jeezy mean more to your hip hop soul than Ti? Yes. yes. But can you say he's a better rapper? She has a better rapper than Jeezy. You see, I feel Pusha T means more to me, and I feel he raps better. You see, these two guys are from the same era. Come on, come on. They from the same era. They over forty, and they and they these are from these are some eighties hip hop head dudes. So they like these are some young dudes who can't rap, right. who wasn't 100% influenced by New York City MCs. But I'm saying, <laughs> they get up. <laughs> why? Let me tell you why. Push it, just walk out of here. Let me tell you why. Because when Lil Wayne ran hip hop, Pusha T looked at him like, you got to be kidding me. I'm way nicer than him. Improved it. And Wayne tried to come back and humiliated himself. This is why Wayne is really prove it though to the Wayne heads though. Wait a minute. Did he really prove it to the Wayne heads though? Let's be clear now. Exodus, Exodus versus what? You know how many shots he threw? The man spent three straight years subliminally distancing. This is me and you talking. Watching, watching. You're talking about me and you. What about the masses? Do you think it really put a stain on Wayne? No, 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 no. Yo, this is the point I'm getting, going to make. This is why I'm making a point. Jaden kissed Bobby back 50 cents. And he did not put no dent on 50. But me and you know he lyrically wiped 50 cents out the, out the room on a yes. verbal battle. He just did. Yes. Okay? But it didn't affect him. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Ross has the bigger songs. Wayne has the bigger songs. Drizzy, Drake, Aubrey. Mount Rushmore Aubrey has the bigger song. Oh, God. And you know what Pusha said? 
sending these guys who are supposedly the best rappers, who are, who are more popular than me. They can't rap better than me. He proved it against Drake. He proved it against Lil Wayne. And there's no question. He easily proves it against Ross. That's just my opinion on it. So, God. Uh, what do you think about and dropping another project before the year's out? Uh, cheat code, you trying to run up the score. You already done enough for me. <laughs> you good. If you drop a new that means you gonna drop new that means the stuff you dropping now is the stuff you did with Shay Nor Third Day Special. That's cheat code. That's cheat code to me. You know what I'm saying? So cause everything you do with them I love. So you dropping more stuff with Nicholas Craven who was not getting his respect as a producer. Yes. Nicholas yes, Craven is not getting his flowers by all of you hip hop guys who wanna just hundred percent give give producer of the year to other other producers. Nicholas Craven's outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? P.A. Dre, too, though. We got to give Hold on. Let's give P.A. Dre his props also. Oh, well, here's the thing. P.A. Dre is going to get his props because when we do our year end, which is coming very soon, because we're in November, yes. for crying out loud. November's next week. Um, you, We're going to be talking about P.A. Dre because we're going to – well, I know I am because I will be talking about R.J. Payne when we do our, uh, our yeah, yearly Mickey recap. Mickey Facts. Mickey Facts. Mickey Zach's got a whole project coming out with P.A. Dre. I did not know that. You put me on. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. The, 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 the Mickey Zach song. What are your thoughts? That, hmm? What are your thoughts on the writer of all writers <laughs> and 38 Special in Washington Heights? I listen, man. I think numerous times on this show, I'm not saying JR's listening to you and I. But we've said numerous times, if you are a New York City rapper that could rap and you were outside in the mixtape era, you should be hollering at 30 Special for beats. Like, this is a no-brainer. You should really be hollering at 30 Special. And I think JR see what Special has done with Flea Lord and all that. And I think Ooh. he's getting it with Shane North. And he's getting it where he's fitting in. Shout out to Pichata. Now, Shout out to um, Flea Lord, man. I argued that Spech can change how we hear Votto. I believe that. Oh, you've been running with that shit. I know you've been running with that shit. No, no, no. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because when we do our end-of-the-year review, y'all are going to hear me talk about Planet Asia. And I'm telling you, I thought Planet Asia and Spech's beats were just a match made in heaven. Me and you, when we – our uh, thrill of the hunt – Oh, I love doing Special beats. beats really. Let me be clear. We said that's with still my MVP. favorite Shane Moore project. Let me be. Let's be clear so, on this. So, my favorite Shane Moore project. And, and what? And what do we say about it? Special beats co MVP that album. Yes. So yes. I'm telling you, if you are a spitter, a rapper's rapper, and you're not trying to do auto tune, you're not trying to do a <laughs> song or for drill rap. Hey. You're not trying to do a song with somebody from the South? If you say, I just want to get into a booth and rap to my skill set. What do you mean nobody from the South? The one you got what does that mean? Hold on a sec. I can't let you get that off. I'm pretty sure listeners heard that South remark you made. What do you mean, sir? Okay. If you want to rap with offset. <laughs> 
Maybe special ain't the one you need to go to. You go do that. And by the way, Vado, you when you when you talk to DJ Khaled and DJ Khaled was trying to put you a little over. That was the worst pairing. That was the worst and it did pairing it. ever. Vado and Khaled. Wait for it. And that shit was trash. So 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 now we got Vado. We got J.R. Smith. Uh listen. You know, I believe that the special Fred the Godson R.I.P. collaborations were were amazing. I thought they were great, great. Even the unreleased right. stuff that that they were dropping this year, they got yo. You know, mm-hmm. special and and they have a song called Ray Kwan, right? Called Ray, special and uh, the Godson. So fire song, man. I'm telling you right now, man. Listen, like man. you say, yo, New York rappers, y'all want to rap again? Y'all gotta holler special. Yeah, and I said this before when R.I.P. Fred the Godson. I said on this show numerous times to watch him. I said Fred the Godson stayed real close to Spech, and I think he was. I really believe he was, man. Yo, losing Fred the Godson just sucks. It sucks. How we lost Fred? It, 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 it sucks. It sucks because I believe he was getting a new look on his career. Yeah, and he man. was getting the fl- and he was getting the flowers that he really deserved. You know. You know what? You know my favorite songs on the Planet Asia and Free Lord album. are the songs with Fred the Godson, and he's spitting the best verses. And and, and credit to you, and credit to you, verses. and credit to you. You were very big on Joel Ortiz, that Gorilla Glue project with Joel Ortiz and He Makers, and all. You were very Man, that gorilla, big that, on that. Very that gorilla, big on that. That Heat Makers, Gorilla Glue. You that shit was fire. It was to me. It was a better project. Than the Joel Ortiz Crooked Eye album, and that's no disrespect to that wow. album because we gave it four wow. months. We enjoyed it. Wow, wow, we enjoyed it. But I thought the Heat Makers, Fred the Godson, Joel Ortiz was album it, was it I, better than Dave East and South B? I think I, I think played it, was, it more than Dave East and South P. See, yeah, see, I think I played that more. Then remember, I put that as top three of of that year. Yeah, you did. I just couldn't find on it, man. I did that joint. You, okay, you you ready for this? That that was that was like stabbing shot to me. That's how much I like that joint. Wow, think about stabbing. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, there's yo, here's the thing. There's nothing lyrically you can say about Gorilla Glue. If someone talks about Gorilla yeah, really Glue can. as a body of work. This, what's your beef? You can't say some lyricism. My man was using quadruple. Fred DeGarson was using quadruple entourages throughout the whole album. And and you know what brings out the best in Joel Ortiz is a banging beat and he's rapping with another yeah, that's LMC. True. That's, that's when you get the best that's of true. Joel Ortiz. And Joel mm-hmm. Ortiz was body bagging it. So, like you said, it sucks that Fred DeGarson passed away. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Just like Bobby Jeff sucks. Because the, yeah. this new, this newfound recognition, this new look on the spitters and the MCs, come on, man! You think Flea Lord and Griselda would be running around without giving Prodigy? We would be forced to keep him in Prodigy because they'd be like, "Yo, we gotta, we doing something with Pete." Yeah. You think you could work an yep. Alchemist with Flea Lord and not, yep. not, and not have Prodigy on every Griselda song, every Griselda album? Yeah, I know. Carl you know what I'm Them niggas love Pete, man. Yeah, he love Prodigy and shit. Pete, man. Yeah, so we can't watch the P, the Locks, CNN. 
You know, an album I like a lot. I was playing another day, and we spoke about it when we did a '98 Hip Hop Appreciation. That P Rock um, Soul Survivor album was very slept on, dogs. That's a very slept on album. I love that project. This dude, this dude said, "I'm following you on Twitter because you have the Soul Survivor album on your profile." I have the Soul Survivor <laughs> and OGC. Those are the two albums that I have. And, I think, and the reason why I have those two albums is because I need you to know I listen to hip-hop. So when you go there, you're going to know, oh, I can't play no games with him. This dude is a real hip-hop head. OGC, Soul Survivors, like he's not even trying to do something popular or something that people might know about. Um, mm-hmm. Very slept on album Soul Survivors. But I'm going to tell you my problem with Soul Survivors. I want, if it was all hip hop, it would have been it, it would have been a five mic classic. Uh, I don't do that. He he drifted off the other joints though. Like no, I like him though. Nah, look, I don't do that. He look, drifted look, off look, the, joints, the loose ends and all that. Don't do that. Tell me, I'm 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 gonna tell you why. I didn't want to hear R and B singing. That's all. That's all. I didn't want to hear that. Why? I wanted really? to hear P Rock with great rock. Because you didn't get that. You didn't no, no, get that. I wanted a whole morning. I'm telling you right now. Damn. I did not. I did not appreciate the R&B stuff. Wow. That's all. Yo, the R&B stuff was not for me. Dogs. Dogs. Go ahead. The Half Man, ahead, Half Amazing Song. The Half, Man, the Half Man, Half Amazing Song, Met the Man was fire. Come on, the, the, man. The you know, first... I, hey, don't, don't, I said all the rap stuff is classic. Yeah, but no, 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 I'm not, no, no. I'm not saying you don't know it. I'm just giving you the point that he gave us so much raw hip-hop. I could bypass some of those songs. Not every R&B song he did was bad to me, right? The uh-huh. game, didn't he have a song with G-Rap and Black Thought or some shit like that? And it was Raekwon, Ghost, and P on one song. The first single was with Deck and Corrupt. He had a song with, with him and CL for the uh-huh. first time in how many years. Uh, Strange Fruit? Ah, Strange Fruit? Are you fucking kidding me? And what's other thing? You know, I um, never Verbal Murder. Verbal Murder. I never knew how much you like Strange Fruit. You know, I love Strange Fruit. I love Strange Fruit. What? Strange Fruit. Sticky Sticky Fingers verse on Strange Fruit is five mics. He owned that shit. Just like Pun owned Verbal Murder. In 1998, you could have made a case that Sticky Fingers was the rawest MC spitter. And that's in 1998. Mind you, that's DMX. I can DMX make that came out. Argument. That's think, a fact. Simple Fingers was rapping just as raw as DMX in 1998. Now, because he I didn't have the success with DMX, people may not, people may think I'm definitely not doing never, that. But in terms of I love raw versus, in terms Dogs. of raw versus, I, I listen, man. As much as I, I, I love Nas, I love P and them niggas, of course, Nature. But Sticky was right there with them niggas and rhyming. Man. I'm sorry, he just was to me. He just was. <laughs> I know he just was. I'm, he was. He was. I know. But no, I know people just don't. They don't understand that. People. People will not understand. My nigga, why? Let me. Let me. Let me say this right quick, man. High regard. Jada Kiss runs around and saying he didn't speak a whack verse in the '90s. How about I'm gonna say that about Sticky Fingers? How about I say that? In the '90s, you can't really say Sticky spit a whack verse. On last days, are you gonna say it on Shifty? No. We're not going to do that. Cause first of all, um, back the fuck up album, shut them down. All we got is us, our four mic, four and a half mic albums. Like those albums, Onyx albums, the first three Onyx albums are certified like damn near classics to me. 
Like, we just speak about Marvin Gaye's fucking infamous murder music and all that hell on earth. Why do we put Marvin Gaye's three album run over Onyx's three album run? Because I do, but I want to know why. Why do you think we do that? Yeah, but but why? Um, That's a very good question, Watts. Wow, you're talking about hip-hop shit right now. Um, The way I like the Shut Em Down album, I don't... I can't explain to you how much I love to shut him down now. Like, that album meant everything to right. me. I like that album so much that I liked every verse X1 spit. Sticky's brother. Wow, I liked every right verse X1 spit. Like, I was in his verses. Wait, wait, X1, who's the, um, the, um, shut him down, uh, shut him down album, right? Yes, the dude on the shut him down album. Yo, let me, let me say this. X1 had better verse than Federal. On some verses. How on every that? song. On every song, X had better verses. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Like, yes, he, he did. You mind it? He went verse for verse to Sticky Fingers. Or any joint he was I on. know he did. I'm, that's my point. And I'm trying to tell you, the way I love Shut Him Down, I thought I love Shut Him music. So why do we always talk Mom Deep's three album one, but we don't talk about... Is it because Sticky overpowered... All right, let me ask you this. I would love to know. Comment, boys, leave comments on this. But I'm actually watching this question first. Does the culture look at Sticky, Overpowering, Sunny C, and Fredro more than P and Havoc? You know what? That I think you you made you said it right. I think because it was a no brainer that Sticky always had the best verse. But Fredro was nice. Was, what? You're right. Fredro was nice. Sticky always had the best verse, and Fredro was nice. He did those, and then, like you nah, said, Fredro, so, oh, Fredro, I, but, uh, I think if you and I did a deep dive, then, we could pick some Fredro verses over And though. then, and like you said, on the Shut Him Down album, <laughs> X1 had verses that was going ball for ball with Sticky, and he, he had he verses was. that was better than Fredro. He was. he was. You know what I'm saying? He was. So I think, I, I think it was unequal. We clearly saw Sticky's the MVP on all their albums. Is that <laughs> I would agree with that. I would agree. So is that why we don't we don't put them rightfully with Mob Deep, even though they have more success with that first album than Mob Deep ever had, ever had. My nigga, they sold more records than the Mob. Let's be clear on that. Let's be clear on that right quick. Slam, slam. Listen, I, had big I would take shook ones. I would take shook ones over Slam, but Slam was big. I'll say that. How about that? I would take shook ones over I would Slam, take, but take, Slam was big. I, so you, I would take Mob. See, I think Mob Deep's disc, discography is just better. But Mine too. I agree. But like you said, why do we? Why are we short? Oh, we short selling Onyx as a group in the nineties. Well, we did appreciation. We did appreciation first off, so we didn't shortchange them. Those brothers did get an appreciation for me and you. So I don't think we shortchanged them. I think. All right, let me go here. This back the fuck up. Is that a better album than than the infamous is it all, Hell on Earth or Murder Music? I don't think it is. It's not better than any of them. I don't have Onyx's first album over the Mob's first three albums. I don't either. Is that a reach? But, see, my part? but, but see, to me, to me, my see, this is what's throwing to go throw people off. My favorite. Onyx album is the Shut Him Down album. I'm not mad at that. I don't know why, but I'll, yo, there's something about that album. And the, when Def Jam did the Survival of the Fittest tour with yeah, DMX and Onyx, 
I was like, yo, this is this is raw, man. And and you and I both know, Last Days is one of the rawest hip hop songs ever made. It is. It is. You so Joe Button. Joe Button came in there, spit over Last Days, Fact. and because he was Fact. rhyming over Last Days, it made that freestyle even better. Because the beat yep. is one of the rawest beats. It is. It is. It is. That's a fire beat. Last Days. I need to find how they produce that beat, though. I never I need to know who produced that beat. That beat is fire. That beat is fire. I don't think we short change Onyx, though. I think Onyx gives their flowers. It's just. I don't know. So, which shut them down yeah, that you like better? Shut them down, shut them down with Pun or shut them down with DMX? X. Yeah. DMX is just, I don't know, bro. <laughs> when DMX came outside, man, it was just different because he's coming after the bad boy ever, man. He just, sidebar, like, sidebar. Flourished. Sidebar. 90s versus only. Kamal, the abstract poetic, versus Buster. Q-tip versus Buster? 90s versus only. 90s versus only. Wow. Yo, I'm going to be real with you, Sam. Oh, you said only 90s, right? Only, only 90s. 90s. It's easy to say Buster. And a lot of you niggas, I will say Buster. But see, I'm taking, a, I'm taking my time with this. Because I can say Buster... But I'm just going to say this right quick. Q-Tip in the 90s? Dog. Because uh, Q-Tip's verse, as much as people talk about Buster's verse on Scenario, Q-Tip's verse on Scenario is classic. It's the leader quest mission, and we got the goods here. Yeah. But then, hold on, but hold on, but, but hold on, but hold on. If you go from... Low end theory to midnight Marauders. Buster's not fuck on Q-Tip. I'm sorry. Case of the PTA. What's next? I love those joints. Top story. He's not fuck with Q-Tip. This is this is this is where Q-Tip is gonna win. The leaders of the new school albums. Their two albums aren't better than low end theory and midnight Marauders. They're not fucking with y'all. I'm sorry, not even remotely. Now, now, no. now. Does Buster save himself once he gets to the uh? I'll make sure everything remains raw and he gets into his nineties solo stuff and then that made it then that might give him the edge. That because might he can go into those though, son. Yeah, man. Now here's the thing though, but here's the thing. All he has gotta do is spit all his verses off of Blow and Theory and Midnight Marauder. But but knowing Q tip, right. But knowing Q tip he's gonna wanna jump in his um his faith bag. And his uh, <laughs> the ever he was back with Tom. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I don't know what concert we're gonna try. I think we spoke about this on our Tribe Call Quest um, appreciation. We did talk about this already, but I, I'll bring it back full circle though. How did you feel about Q-Tip when he when? How did you know I tried breaking up first of all? That was real hard, wasn't it? That was real bad. One of the bad breakups. EPMD and Tribe breaking up just sucked. It sucked. Um, I'm gonna be honest because I, I felt that music wasn't adapting with the times. It didn't. Okay. It didn't hurt me. It didn't. It did. It, it wasn't a body. Wow. Body. The EPMD. 
the EPM a body bag. The EPM people. You know why? Because in 1996 they dropped the album. Me and you never talk about that album in 1996. Let's be real. Yeah, I love Wolfman. Love Wolfman. And me and you never talk about that album. Why don't love Wolfman was bad. Yo, okay. And then they dropped another. Then they dropped another album. The consequence. How come we don't? I didn't like that album either. And then the Consequence really? album, so, Sometimes in Life. So, so, so think about it. Yeah. So when they broke up, I was like, uh, maybe maybe it's time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel no gut. Now, when EPMD broke up, it was devastating to me. It devastated me. Because would I be reaching? Would I be reaching if I say MOP over Tribe Called Quest? No, you wouldn't be reaching. But here's the problem. We're looking at it right now. Are there any MOP? Are there any MOP albums better than the Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders to you? I'm just speaking to no. you personally. I can't that's, say that, that And that's why people keep jumping out the window. But overall, I got MOP over them. Except Tribal Quest has two albums that I don't think MOP has any album better than. I don't think they have any no, album better than Low End Theory or Midnight Marauders. I love Marauders. Squad. I love Firing Squad. I love the Warriors and all that. And, uh, but nah. No. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it right now. Uh, no. Are you looking forward to Buster's album dropping on Friday coming up? Yes, because the promotion for how he's talking real spicy to uh, Clifford, Cliff. I want to hit yeah. him back it up. You know, all the guys are saying, Bust, oh, we heard Buster Rhymes' album is classic, is this, is that. I'm going to say this. Buster Rhymes, I don't care how ill you rapping. I can't hear Coke talk. I just can't hear it. Like, like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 that, that's fantasy people rapping. If you're going to be up there doing ill delivery, ill flow, but you're talking about cocaine, it's just not going <laughs> to hit for me at all. It's not. <laughs> Yo, have you dropped a track list at all, Buster? Can you drop a track list in my name? You see who's featuring all these projects? Is Rod Diggins in a spot? Is Griselda? What, what, what if his first LP has no famous? What if his LP has no famous guest appearances? Um, I'm not mad at that. I'm only mad at that. I wear my hairs, you know. He rocks with Griselda heavy though. He does. A Buster does rock with Griselda. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna put you on the spot before we go. I'm put you on the spot. Okay. Conway album or Benny album, and why? <laughs> I would have seen that for December. I'm declining that right now. You gotta give me December, please. I think I need to save those bars oh. for December. Okay, so, so it's to, better me, for December. to me, I'm glad you said that. Let me tell you why I'm glad you said that. Because both of those albums are gonna marinate more. You're gonna keep listening to them. Yes. And I'm yes. telling you, the more you I'm save my bar for December, the more you're going to be like, "Wow, man, this is just an MVP camp, an MVP camp in 2020." Is she Noah dropping another project this year? Right? Yes, she is. Yes, she is. I'm glad she and is. you know, me and you will be in the building for it, and me and you who respect female MCs and female Thanks. rappers more than any, more than any hip hop. Anything affiliated. That's a fact. Nobody loves these more. That's a fact. Respects them. Love the females. Y'all look at female MCs to see them shake their ass. We listen to nah, female MCs because they can rap. rap. That's yeah, why we gravitate to shit. Yeah, I love Shay Shay, man. I would love Stove God to drop an album. 
get over. If he could drop one, that'd be dope. Rome, uh, Rome Streets. If he could drop another project, I don't have to worry about R.J. Payne because you know he's gonna drop another project. Um, I wouldn't mind Game dropping another dropping a project this year. I wouldn't mind hearing from Game. Um, I see anybody else? I'll be going another year without stabbing shot. Is that safe to say when I get out this year? We don't have to get it this year. I'm fine. I'm fine okay. with that I'm fine. All right. All right. Let me let me ask you something. Rick Hyde or Sonny Black? Who nice to the U three? <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? I like I like Sonny, I like Sonny Black's verse. Oh, RJ Payne, that's Sunny Black. Shout out to Fire. I'm going with Sunny Black, man. I'm going to go with Sunny Black. I'm going to go with Sunny Black. I'm going to go with Sunny Black. I want to see RJ Payne. Why? 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 No, the reason why, because RJ Payne said him and Sunny Black are coming out with a duo, with a a group album together. Just him and Sunny Black. Oh, see, I I was about to ask you that. Okay, so they do that. All right. Now, see, this is when I'm going to really see what Sunny Black's about. I'm really going to pay attention to see what he does. I like I like paying attention to guys who who put their mans on and everything, and they mans you know you, you can see a little bit of you can see you can see a little bit and then the nigga they could take a rap and shit right so I want to pay attention to see what do, he does though. Do 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 you think Sonny Black has big noise potential? Wow, not the noise potential. I think he, um yeah, and probably better maybe. Okay. But then again, okay. noise is I don't know. I can't say better because noise does have classic verses. <clears throat> Like dead ass. Like Noy has a nice four pack, five pack. Of I thought not, I thought I thought Big Noy went ball for ball with with Mob Deep every time he rapped with them. Every single time. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. And, I'm not mad and, at let, me, that. and let me give y'all a Noy verse to go to so you can understand why I love Noy. His first on Man Down on Hell on Earth, where he yeah, went man. hard by yeah, yeah. where he went off the Man Down. He bodied yeah. that shit though. He's like bodied that verse. Though. <laughs> I'm not wrong with Yo, you. Yo, man. By, by the way, Man Down produced by Havoc. Yeah. Come on. Who wants to come outside yeah. with Havoc on this beat, boy? I'm telling you right now, y'all going to have a problem. This is why. See, I'm not going to lie to real. you. I would have loved to hear Meth and, and, um, and Havoc. I would have still want to hear that, man. I'm not going to let that. Please. I'm still hoping that's a project. That's just, it's still in the, work, in the works. And let me say this also. I do I like do. Um, Benny and... um. Benny's on um, project with um, Rick Hyde and his other boys though. I did like it though. With DJ with DJ um Green Lantern with um I did Green Lantern. DJ Drama. I did like that though. Had some drinks on there. I rocked it heavy. Okay. I actually played that. Surf also. Rocked the Surf project also. You know. Mozzie. I like I don't like Mozzie's project this time around. I I listened to it the other days like eh. And I rock with Mozzie, but I didn't like it too much. But I do like Mozzie, though. I rock with Mozzie heavy, though. He's another West Coast kind of rock with heavy, man. I rock with Mozzie. I like Mozzie. Who else? So I guess Jay, is J.R. Ryder working on a full project with 38 Special? Well, we know we know 38 Special gives people full projects, so I'm hoping. I am hoping. Because remember, with Special, Special produces full albums. You know what I'm saying? Full albums. So right. I'm hoping. Y'all in the, wait a minute. We already know he cooked up something with, with Tony Starks. You know he already did that. He showed when Tony Starks came through. You know what I mean? So yeah. people know Spec. You know what I mean? Love Ghostface, man. Love Ghostface, man. All right, man. Watch, take us home, my G. 
PSA Hip Hop, the home of Stove God Cooks Reasonable Drought. Wow. Are you rocking with it? Because that's going to be in my, that's definitely going to be a project that I'm going to be talking about at the end of the year. I know this for a fact. For a fact. But I think he needs to drop another project. I think dudes, I think, you know what's going to happen next year? I'm making this prediction right now. Well, it's not breaking news, but that's something I'm, I'm, I'm noticing now. The game is changing. I think we're going to see more guys dropping three projects a year. I think Ransom's showing us that. Shane Noah's showing us that. A lot of people are showing us that's the way Flea Lord is showing us that, right? Conley dropped how many projects this year? Griselda dropped, I mean, Benny, um, West Side Gun. Like, dudes are dropping, RJ Payne. Like, dudes are dropping more than one project. So if you're dropping one project, rappers, I don't think that's the move. Well, 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 if you're Kendrick Lamar, you don't have to drop ever, and you will be called the GOAT. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The longer you don't drop an album, the greater you become. Uh, So Kendrick Lamar drops a damn when me and you start the show. And we've never reviewed another Kendrick Lamar project since. Why do you care about Kendrick Lamar dropping a project and, and you don't even like and, and, and Kendrick Lamar gets talked about as the dopest, greatest rapper from the West Coast and in hip hop period, but he does not have he to is drop one of the dopest. Just, well, all right, his catalog is mean. He dropped the album in 2017. But why so do you I don't care? That. You don't like Kendrick. You don't care. You don't care. You're trying to be a funny guy. You don't care. You gotta come outside. My nigga, you lose no sleep. My nigga, watch him. Stop playing yourself. You don't lose any sleep so if Kendrick doesn't drop Kendrick an album. I do. Kendrick Lamar's dropping soon. Let me give you my prediction. Kendrick Lamar drops soon. It's going to get an automatic five mics. Peter Rosenberg's going to say this was the album that now makes him as <laughs> good as You, you who say you just said you want you want people to put out projects every three times a year and everything. But Lamar literally does not have to put out any project, and he gets celebrated. No, he doesn't. Eminem put out three albums. No. Eminem put out three albums since Kendrick Lamar's last album. Uh, every great rapper that was, but crying out loud, Jay Z's put out two, three different albums. He put out one with Beyonce, one with Jay Electronica, and his own solo album. So yeah. My nigga, why do you talk about that Jay Z and Beyonce album? Why do you always, why do you always talk about that Jay Z Beyonce album? Why do you always talk about that Jay Beyonce album? Why do you always bring that because, up? Like, no one because, cares because about that project. Why? Guess what? Everybody cares about it. He went on a war. He did Nobody a cares war. about that shit. Nigga, get yo, out yo, of here Jay, with that Jay-Z did a worldwide tour off of that album. Can I tell you something? More people know about that album than that, than that 2.5 mic disaster called The Written Testimony. Okay? That 2.5 like disaster that Jay Z did when Jay Z when Jay Z's all of a sudden Muslim and then the, and then the nation of Islam versus that he hold on hold on hold on hold on I don't you need you need more Jay Z album time out time out that's a Jay Electronica album featuring Jay Z I'm not gonna let you get that off yeah, that's yeah, a Jay yeah. Electronica project and and, and, and Cuban Links is a Rayquan album featuring Ghostface Ghostface is not really on it it's it's really a Rayquan album. Sam, you can't do that because Jay Electronic oh, had these verses do done already. No, you can't do that, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. We're not doing that. I'm I'm shocked that I'm not playing Jay Z and Jay Electronic. I'm not, I'm not like I'm shocked that's not still being talked about. So why like, are you not playing Jay Z's last two projects? His last two projects, one with his wife and one with Jay Electronica. Why doesn't that resonate? I don't, with you? Like, I don't like Beyonce music like that. Number one. 
and I don't like Jay and Beyonce. Like, I don't want to hear that. I just don't want to hear over in that bag. I don't. I don't. Family Feud was good on 444 and all that. You know, the 444 song was dope, but I just don't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that at all. Why are we not you know, talking still, about NBA? Why are we not talking about NBA Youngboy over Story or OJ? Why are we not talking about NBA Youngboy over Freestyle video over Story of OJ? I don't want to hear that. That sounds like a disaster. I'm sorry. That shit sounds like a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That shit sounds like a disaster. I'm sorry, Josiah. My son Josiah. I know you love NBA. My son loves NBA Youngboy, but no thanks. Like, no. I can't get down with him, young boy, man. But he did a I'm video sorry. over the story of OJB. That's a shout-out to him, but, you know. Oh, can you finally hear the Saigon Project? Can you give us the thoughts on your, on the Saigon that you heard? Because I haven't heard it yet. I thought, I, thought, I thought Saigon said, I want to make an updated album for people to, for, for modern-day hip-hop. And then my last three songs, I will make it for the people who've been rocking with me since I was doing Color Purple. So it's a okay. solid project, but you wouldn't, if you don't go through the whole album, you get mad. Because you'd be like, wait a minute, Saigon, why are you rapping like this? What's going on? you rapping funny, and you rapping over what some you crazy mean, beat. What do you mean rapping funny? You're saying bars tonight. You can't just say these bars like and just run out the door. He's using a different flow, right? And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I'm, I want to see where you're going with this. And then you get to the Coogee rap song, and you're like, oh, thank right. God. Then you get to then you get to his song Middle Finger, which is the best song on the album, where he disses Peter Rosenberg and disses Ebro. He talks about being blacklisted. Then you're like, okay, so it's like an EP, but because he went in a different bag for the first four songs. It throws you off. But then you got to get to then the last two songs, G-Rap, the song where he's doing, where he's doing, where he's doing, where he's doing the little flips, where everybody's little fame, little Zane, little this. That's a fire song in the middle finger. So the last three songs of, of Saigon's album are the only songs I recommend off the Saigon album. That's what it is, man. It's your boy three on watch. Y'all know the vibes already, man. P S A F I man. What with your boys, man? What?